before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes and back with me, Jensen, Mizrek, Pete Leinenweber. Guys, how's it going? It's going well. Top of the morning to you. How we doing? It's the afternoon. It's you know me. Two o'clock. Two o two. Guys, we don't have to go <laughs> over this again. <laughs> it's always Uncovered. morning. All right. All right. Fair enough. It's always morning. Um, it's May 1st. It's 43 degrees out and mm-hmm. raining. It's great golf. Mm-hmm. See, the golf season is upon us. Indeed it is. It's supposed to get nice this weekend. Okay. Hopefully stay nice. We'll see. All right. We've got we've got really a lot to talk about today. I've got um I'm gonna talk about the show Bluey. Which I showed you ever okay. seen that? Uh no, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um talk about you know a hickory golf check in and okay. just talk about the season. So guys, you're see you've all pl- we've all played golf outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um where I wanna just check in, like what's what's your mindset? What's interesting about golf to you? Like, where are you at going into the the start of of playing golf? Actually, why don't you start? Okay, yeah. So, I've played a couple times. I feel like uh, it's still very much it, it's still very much spring. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like that my f- couple of times on the golf course playing haven't been. Maybe I mean I'm definitely excited to go play, but it's also been. I could have been convinced to go do other things because of just the weather and it's like freezing cold or um, maybe just not as enjoyable as, as you would have hoped. But that's the spring, you know, playing in a, in a jacket and a beanie and waterproof shoes is kind of what you got to do and a couple little rough around the edges out there. Yeah. But it's been nice to knock off the rust and see the golf ball in the air and got my first kind of range session in yesterday outside. It was, it was off mats and kind of windy, but good to see the ball in the air like on repeat. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of cool. So it's still it's getting there. Huh? You you've been in, in the Chicago area long enough to be used to this the the fake spring. Oh, definitely. Get, yeah, yeah, definitely. Know? I mean, it's you know just still staying patient. I think the excitement is still building, but have definitely gotten a good taste of of kind of what's to come. So that's nice. And you've got your wedding is upcoming. Yeah, a month out. About yeah. A month out. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that? Thirty days and counting. Wow. Time 30, flies. Thirty-two days. Yeah, something like that. Wow. Crazy. How do you feel about all of the random advice that you get, or all of just like the comments, the unsolicited, of, uh, of like? Usually, they tend to be negative. Yeah, you know, I happened to me a lot with once people found out I was having a second kid. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We've talked about this. Oh, Hands yeah. are gonna be full now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, kiss, kiss. You know, hope you don't like sleeping. Yeah. Well, right, it's, it's kind of like the only thing that I feel like I get asked or kind of talk about right now because it's kind of all-consuming. Yeah. yeah. I know you guys have been there before of everybody knows it's around the corner, and so that's kind of all that you talk about. But my favorite response that people have, have started to say more recently is, 
Well, there's a P, you know, any advice that I could give you, not that you're asking for it, but I, you know, I'll share it. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> so there's, there's been, that's like saying no offense, but, no, and then no, offending no. somebody. Exactly. Like. Exactly. <laughs> no offense, but you kind of smell or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so I, there's, there's been a lot of that, but I, I'm, I'm certainly, um, I'm ready, <laughs> ready for the big day. Yeah. yeah. So cool. are you, you know, is it going to impact your golf game? It's June. June is a prime, you know, month. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, I think it will. But at the same time, uh, I mean, I've gone longer than a couple of weeks without swinging before, so I think it'll be fine. I feel very organized with with my swing and okay. what I'm what I'm working mm-hmm. on. So I think I'll be able to jump right back in. And well, and you're you're jumping back in mid June, like the heat of the it, season. Exactly. Like, like I, it's well, early June, right? Yeah. So so when I get back and and kind of back in the swing of things, I think uh, I mean there's still a majority of the summer. I, mm. If it was in July, mm. early August, and, then, and having a break like in the middle of the summer, I'd be like, oh, that'd be, I think that might be a little, a little yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about early June taking the, taking the time off. Yeah. It'd be great. Okay. And so, so golf wise, like what, what, I guess what interests you, like what are you, what are you passionate about regarding golf? Are you, you know, we talked about this maybe a couple months ago, like what are you hoping for out of the next season? You know, what are your goals? Yeah. Like, yeah. Has that has it changed? Are you um, people in places, man? It's on the it's on the, the it's on paper the downstairs, yeah, yeah, and we're holding to it. Yeah. So how has that you know applied to your golf so far? So it's been good so far. I've already played with some people that I you know normally wouldn't have played with, and uh, I've already played a couple of places that I haven't played before. So that's nice. Played in Indiana a couple of weeks ago that cool golf course on the inside of the indy 500 racetrack mm. that was dope um played with ariana's cousins you know who are kind of you know dabbling in golf so that's been fun uh went to the driving range yesterday with her younger brother which yeah. was cool and and two of her cousins and then you know played hickory at spring valley with you andy which has been great got nine holes at spring valley um played in tennessee with my brother and one of my groomsmen like you know it's we're off to a pretty good start with the people and places. Oh. And I think what else also has me excited is that I, I finally have golf clubs now. Mm. <laughs> so that's good. That's two good. Sets. Two yeah. sets. And so I, I feel like the last uh, two weeks since I got my new my new clubs from Callaway, definitely spent a lot of time with those, uh, you know, trying to build a relationship with them, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And it's been a good it's been a good start. But now that kind of the the new shine I feel like they're kind of broken in yeah. a little okay. bit or uh, enough. I'm ready to kind of go back a little yeah. bit more into Hickory this okay. week and, and kind of moving forward. Oh, yeah, so. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you about that. If you're willing to, you know, get, get extra vulnerable on the pod. <laughs> Would like, it be the first time? <laughs> <laughs> like we played, we played, you know, we played the Hickory round. Yeah. And it was like, you, I wouldn't say you like played your, you didn't play like oh, that good terrible. golf, yeah. you know? No. And then like the next day, like your new clubs came. Yeah. Like where did where what was your mindset like in the, you know with those two kind of events and then how yeah, did, did the clubs like pull back you back. Yeah. yeah 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 it was back to back well I mean I I had been waiting for the the Callaway irons for they took about two three months to come in yeah. so I was like pretty excited when they came in and uh, I think I was more. There's definitely a pull from the hickories to come back to them because I. F- well, there is not. So yeah, okay. No. I'm talking about like it, right when you got like 
right? Like you play a bad round of golf with hickories, oh, and it was yeah. like really windy. No, I, it was no, I hear what you're saying. Whatever. And I, then it's like new clubs. Was there any of like, oh, all my problems are solved? No, no, okay. no. I I don't think there, because yes, because I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, you know what? I, you know, I played pretty bad, but now you know these are easier to hit. Oh yeah, like I'll be good. I'll be good. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll just I'll dabble. But uh, no, I, there was there was no thought of that. I just wanted to play with. Um, because I knew I was going to go play in Indiana, yeah. so I was like, "Man, I got to prep with these if I'm going to go outside with these." Like, yeah, you yeah. know, so it was more like a, a little rush prep to get used to hitting those things sure. before I go outside with them, and uh, and so that was good. But uh, in the back of my head, I was like, you know, I want I, I got to get back to the other clubs too because I feel like my swing. It's not just the equipment. I feel like my swing is, you know, it's getting into into spring, out of spring training and getting a little bit more ready for the season. So um, I'm ready to go back and, and go oh. tear it up. Because right. it's just fascinating to me. I just like the the hickory. Even though I had a kind of a rough first outing with it, I felt like it was more me than it was the clubs. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a rough day out there. Mm-hmm. So um, I just need to spend more time with them. But like I said, with the yeah, other clubs, build that yeah. relationship. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more of a rocky start, but mm-hmm. I think the future is bright. Wow, so it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No regrets. For yeah. sure. I mean, no regrets buying those things. That's for oh. sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for sharing. You know, There's the for update. Being willing to share. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pete, do you have any yeah. questions for him? Is that um, the state of the game? The state of the game. I mean, I'm happy to hear that uh, you're not giving up on him. I'm Never. not surprised by that. Never. Um, I think for me, going through the same similar process with the persimmon last year of having some tough times with it at the beginning and then being like, ah, you know, I have this awesome G425 driver that, you know, brand new technology. Um, I can always go back to that, having that comfort of that, and but forcing yourself to be a little bit outside of your comfort zone. So I can relate to that. Yeah. Um, but that's great that you're... Thank you. They're calling your name. You still got to get to know them a little bit. It's new. It's yeah, a new relationship. Yeah. It is. You know? It is. Still got to ask those, those questions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, Pete, you're up. What's the state? What's the state of your game? What's your in, you know your interest in golf? What are you well, I wanted to uh, when you texted us this morning. I was I, I was thinking about our resolutions. Um, that podcast we did I don't know, three months sure. ago now, four months ago, because um, Kate and I, with our normal resolutions or just life resolutions, check in on them like once a week. It okay. hasn't been perfect, but once we, a week. Yeah. Well, we have Monday that's, money that's meetings. So we have right like there. a finance meeting every Monday night. Okay. And we usually finish that with like a resolutions check. Um, and actually, wow, one of my resolutions was. was to have a student win a tournament. And uh, my student, Luca, won last wow. Sunday. So that Congrats. was checked that one off the Let's list. Go. Um, but golf resolutions, I remember one of, or there was a few of them. Um, 50% persimmon. I've played. Yeah. I think six rounds this year, if you include the ones I played in Florida back in January, and two of them have been with persimmon, so okay. 33%. Okay. 33.33%. Um, one of them was to play more with my, my dad and my brother. I have I have done that. Um, and one was to play more with Kate. I've done that as well. So I feel like we're doing good. So if I haven't played a ton of golf, I, I played my first full round um, two weekends ago. But it was a it was a scramble, so it wasn't really a normal golf round. Um, but it was at a course I'd never played. Uh, bittersweet out in or uh, where's that near Six Flags? Gurney, Gurney, yeah, Libertyville, yeah, kind of that area. Um, 
it was 40 degrees and there was some snow. So, <laughs> I mean, your typical April round in the, in the Midwest. But um, the game feels pretty good. I've played twice at Canal, um, both by myself. I love that place. Um, I'm, I'm sad about the changes, but I'm happy at the same time. I know it's for the best, but I'll miss the, you know, I'll miss the old course once it's gone. So I'm trying to get a few extra rounds in this year before they do make their changes. Um, but it's, there's something about playing by yourself. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I just, not that I don't love playing with you guys and with other people, but I, there's just, I love that. Yeah. I love the serenity of it. Um, especially at a place like that, that I'm very, um, fond of. One of those was with a persimmon, so I only hit it two or three times, but it was fun to hit it out there because I hadn't done that yet. Um, and I actually, the two times I hit it, on three and 17, I hit good ones. And oh, if you get the, keep the ball incredible. in play, it's a good yeah. shot, honestly, on those two holes. Absolutely. Um, I hit so like an eight iron on those holes. I'm too afraid I know. I, nor- ball, so. I normally hit a six iron on three, um, so hitting a persimmon was, was fun. Um, but I don't think I've played enough to like have a full um explanation of where my game's at i feel good about it i'm uh i have less quote-unquote swing thoughts than i've had in the past which is nice i put um a little more practice into my game this winter and i feel um more confident than i did going into last year or the year prior like when you wake up in the morning and you're like gonna go you have a couple hours for work you get to practice Mm -hmm. what do you what are you excited are you are you working on the swing? Are you, are you playing? Are you working on your distances? Uh, a lot of well, I got new wedges um, in February, so trying to figure, and they're different degrees than I've ever played. I normally was a fifty-two, fifty-six, sixty, um, forever as long as I can remember. Now I'm fifty, fifty-four, fifty-eight, but with a half set, one of those is not in in the bag at any given time, and it's usually the fifty-eight. I'm actually I don't I found myself dropping the lob wedge over the last couple of years. Um, so dialing in the distances with those, I feel confident in those. And then I, I just, I've been eliminating, um, or doing my best to eliminate swing thoughts. So I, I'm just trying to shape the ball a lot both ways. Not that I'm going to actually shape it both ways on the course, but kind of like the Adam Young, you know, drill. I started doing that again the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. Like the five flights, like a huge fade, a slight fade, straight ball, slight draw, huge draw. Um, and I feel like that's given me more confidence that if something is going awry, I have a feel or a thought or a swing that I can kind of rely on to get back on track. Um, but yeah, I need to, I I was talking to Peter, um, the other day and I think I'm going to borrow some of his righty persimmon or righty, uh, hickories and I want to go play canal with them. So. If you guys would like to join, let me know. Let me know when, man. Let's go now. Let's stop. stop Yeah. Let's go right now. Um, but I really would like to do that because I, I haven't made the financial decision like you two have to go out and buy my own. Yep. Um, you put, just put on the agenda of the money, the Monday, Monday money meetings. <laughs> money meetings, yeah. yeah. <laughs> M cubed, Monday money meetings. Um, yeah, there's third, third, the thought's still in my head. I haven't dropped it yet. Yeah. I'm, I was jealous when you guys went and played Spring Valley and I was like, dang, I, I you know, getting closer to well, maybe making that leap. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, but I want to go out and play with them very soon, and I think it'll be. I think Canal or Spring Valley is the perfect place for them. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, 
I feel like it's. Do you have any? Do you have any questions for for Pete? Um, no, but I, I'm. I can relate to you with um, just feeling a little bit more confident or less swing thoughty out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this year, kind of going into it, just feel feel comfortable and. Um, you know, you've been spending a little more time with your wedges. Uh, Steve and I have been doing that too before M360 class, just hanging out at the Sunset Valley chipping mm-hmm. area and just hitting more hit more shots around there. So I, I don't really. I haven't really done that the last couple of years, like mm-hmm. spending as much time yeah. around the greens, chipping and pitching. And, and, uh, the, that area over there right now is like tight line firm. It's mm-hmm. like middle of August. It feels like over there. Which yeah. is just, so that's been really fun to practice off of because it's really simulating what I think what we'll see later in the year. So that's been nice. So no, congrats to you, you know, off Thank to you. a good start. Yeah. Keep it up. Thank on, you. On, we'll pace, on pace, on pace, out of the gate. Yeah. What do you count a hickory round as a persimmon round? You know, for yeah. your yeah, you got to. Or does it have to be like fifty? Now like fifty percent. Like yeah, hickory fifty percent persimmon. You know, zero like, percent. Well, no, because you already have a couple with the ping, so I guess it wouldn't have to. You know, mm. you know, it have. Never mind. I'm gonna so, count them in the same category. Yeah, category uh, of wood or non-wood. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Fifty <laughs> percent wood, percent yeah. titanium. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna count them in the same spot. Well, but I have to. Enough. I have Fair to. I have to get, get a set enough. first. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I have, if it's my turn now, I have. It is played, your turn. Play four. If you count canal around a canal, which I, apparently we are, we are counting. Um, five rounds with hickory clubs. Wow. So I have a big, mm. massive sample size. Huge. Yeah. I was going to ask you, well, I'm sure you're going to get to it, but yeah. are you going to talk about last week's round with your brother? Yep. At Merit, Merit yep. Club. That's right here. I got the scorecard. Nice. We're going hole oh, by hole. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but so I'd say early on, before I'd played much with it, it was more of like a fun idea mm-hmm. to play. But now I'm, I'm more and more convinced that golf is just like a better game with hickory clubs. Mm. So um, a couple things that I think um, you guys might like that I figured out. The first time when Jansen and I played our distances, like first couple times, distances were just like way off oh, yeah. compared to what like happens in here. Longer? Longer. Yeah. Longer. Just yeah. flying wedges yeah. out of nowhere yeah. over the green. Is that just because crazy. of the spin or what is has that? To be, has to be. Yeah. It has to be just less spin and that, or something about how like the track man's not quite reading the ball. Because, you know, we got to use like a super soft on the track man so it doesn't right. get the spin quite right. Yeah. Um, I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, how is the ball reacting with those like on the greens? If it's spinning less, like are you... I, I'm sure it was wet the day you played. Was it wet at Spring Valley? Um, yeah, but not crazy. Like, how is it really reacting good. differently it was, than your other clubs? Well, so that's I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm okay. going to get into it. I'm here. sorry. Go it, ahead. And it's that there's there's less spin. So you, you basically need to use the ground, use the ground more. Okay. So the whole so when we Jansen and I played, like lots more good shots than bad shots led to bogeys that were just like too far missed. Mm. And so that happened to me like the first couple times playing. Um, so I've learned since then that like off off a tee. It goes about the same distance, but off of the ground fairway, it goes a little bit farther. And then out of the rough, it goes like if it's like sitting up in the rough, it goes like really far. Mm-hmm. If you like, got a good lie, like it, off the ground, or like even flyers. in the fairway, yeah. and it's like maybe like a little more juicy patch, yeah. like thing sails without it. even. Trying. I had the shot one of the rounds with my brother. We played twice, and I was it was like it was like 220 yards from the green, out of the rough, and I'm like I'm gonna hit my 
like my jigger, which is a uh, it flies 180 on TrackMan. Okay. And so it's 220, and it just and I hit it and it just, it rolled over the green. Mm. <laughs> so it's like that much farther from, yeah. you know, out of the just out of the line. Oh, and right. it was downwind as well, but it was like that was a interesting. Yeah. I'm still learning, you know, sure. learning about it. But um, so that's to me is cool that like being in the rough actually like, matters a little bit in the sense of like it's a different shot that you have to hit when you're mm-hmm. out of the rough versus out of the fairway. Whereas like if we play Sunset Valley with our clubs, it's like you're within 150 yards on just about every hole, fairway or rough, mm-hmm. and you're just hitting a, you know, the and same it's shot. Spin. It's still going to spin. Same. And yeah. so it's like forcing you to think a little bit differently about that. Um, the the max I learned the maximum distance that they play the Hickory U.S. Open from is 6,200 yards. So okay. so chance when we played, we played from too far back. Because we play 64. Yeah. At Spring Valley. Is that yeah. the second to last? That's the back. We played the back. We played. Oh, you did. Or yeah, yeah we, we played did. the back. Yeah, I guess yeah, it's yeah. a par yeah. seventy, so it's yeah, yeah. probably sixty four, sixty five. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I remember walking up to the team. I was like, "Well, where should we go from?" And we yeah. were kind of like, "Well, we'll just go from where we're used to because yeah. we yeah. know that we know that yeah. those tees really yeah. well. Yeah. So regardless if it was yeah. hard or not, or the right tees or not, at least we knew what we were yeah. kind of getting ourselves into, mm-hmm. and now we can go adjust. Yeah. And so once we figured out playing the right tees, then it becomes so driver can go like almost as far like i hit one or two like 280 yards but it's not as ac- it's not as accurate mm-hmm. so but from that distance you almost don't need a 280 yard drive that often right but you could if you want to like risk it so it's almost like strategy off the tee becomes like so much more yeah. you know more of a mm-hmm. big deal because it's like you can try to hit driver you don't necessarily need to hit driver like you could benefit from it but there's also like a little bit of risk sure. involved Whereas, like, sometimes driver is just the easiest club to hit straight with a modern equipment. Mm-hmm. So I like that part of it. Um, just, like, feels really good to hit a, a good shot. Um, I don't know. Like, then also, and the other part of it is, this, like, the sound. The sound of it is really mm-hmm. good. The sound outside cool is even di- more different yeah. than in here. It's just a thump. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I started experimenting with, so- like, because, like, when you swing them, especially the irons, they make that, like, that, like, swoosh sound is different, you know? Because you can, like, kind of hear the way the shaft, like, goes through the air. And so I've just been, like, focusing on making that sound in my swing, and it's helped. With oh, yeah, because it's, so. yeah, that's a good point. Because I know, like, when we used to do swing sculpting in here with the classes, mm-hmm. you know those, like, wooden sticks that yeah. Pete used to yeah. tape um, the, gr- yeah, the yeah. hockey grip tape uh-huh, to? And uh-huh. we'd have the kids hit the smash bags, but we'd also have them, like, and it go, whoop. Whoa, yeah, whoa, mm-hmm. you know those thick yeah. uh, dowel rods. Yeah. yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I have to swing with my eyes closed and try and yeah, see that. That's cool. Have you yeah. gotten any? You've played five rounds yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Has anybody made any negative comments or not negative comments, no. but similar to what people were asking Jan, or t- advice to Jansen about getting married? Like, oh, being no. like, what are you? What you know? You can use these. these steel not yet. Not clubs. yet. Because I haven't played with anyone. Uh, or I guess I played one round was with people who were using modern equipment. So, mm-hmm. but they're open-minded people. Great. Um, so what distance did you play from at Merritt? Sixty-two. We played. Yeah, sixty-one hundred. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, and was Zach used them too. Correct. Zach used them too. First yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He well, only did for his first time ever, and he only did. We played a different course called Kankakee Elks the day before, and he he did three shots better. Or no, three shots better with his modern clubs 
then Hickory was only three shots worse, even though it was the first time you'd ever use them. Oh, score wise, yeah, three. Score wise. Oh, wow. So that's hilarious. Yeah, that's not cool. even yeah he didn't really even practice with yeah. them. He yeah, just yeah. grab, grab and go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, 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 in the round at the Merit Club, um, you know, Tim, friend of the podcast, who introduced us. Um, he said he listens to about half the podcast, so maybe this is the one he's listening to, maybe not. Um, Hopefully he is. Just um, text it to him. <laughs> text him the link. <laughs> no, it's kind of fun, just like not knowing, because he, he's a run. He's a. I learned he's a long distance runner. He once oh, did a fifty yeah. mile run. Oh wow! It took Damn. ten hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just like to make things harder than they need to be. <laughs> so he plays hickory golf. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like I'd get along with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm gonna talk you through my my round a little bit to get a sense of uh, maybe the potential for good golf in this, you know, even using hickory clubs. So hole one at the Merit Club, just a routine par, hit my five wood down the middle, iron on the green, two putt. Hole two is a long par three, kind of down the hill, I missed the green left, on two putt, bogey, one over. Next hole, hole three, I three putted for bogey. Um, Hole four, I had a 10 foot putt for birdie and missed, par. Hole five, I don't know. Have you guys played this course? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hole five is the one that's like with like the only one with like trees on both sides, kind of like the narrow par four. Mm-hmm. You're kind of going up the hill a little bit. Mm-hmm. I hit my drive left. I had a and I had a bad punch shot where I was I was trying to hook it around this tree left and I actually like hit it left of the tree that I was trying to hook it, you know, to the right of. Oh, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then from there I had fifty yards and I missed the green from there. So that was uh not not the best hole, um, but I guess what I, what I want you to see is that the 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 bad shots are to me easily like easily correctable okay. misses. So sure. hole six was a par. That's the one with like the two lakes on it down the hill. Mm-hmm. It's a really oh, yeah, cool good hole. hole. Good hole. Um, seven made a twelve foot putt for birdie. Uh, hole eight par five. I had seventy yards in. I had two shots at seventy yards in, and I hit it just like too far, and then three putted for bogey. Mm. Yeah, and then hole nine, I hit a really good drive, my best drive of the day, and the pin was way. I thought the pin was kind of, you know, it's an excuse. That's fine. I thought the pin was like in the middle. Of the, the pin was way to the left of the green. And I like barely pulled it, and it went to a bunker, made bogey, and it like uh, plugged okay. into a bunker. Mm-hmm. So fine. I, I hit a fine floods. shot. I hit yeah. a good shot. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, That's your first time playing merit too, right? Uh, second. Okay. Yeah. And so that was a forty-one on the on the front nine. Um, Hey, listen, a couple three putts from breaking forty there. I know. Mm -hmm. Do that. You could do that with a Scotty Cameron putter. (laughs) Good. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Hole ten, birdied. I hit it to tap in. Good drive and then tap in, birdie. Eleven par three par. Hole six. I had par five. I was sixty yards from the green. Mm Again, hit it too far and three putted for mm. bogey. Oh golly! Hole thirteen, I had 120 yards into the hole and I left it short of the green, and then made bogey. Disappointing. Um, 14, 14, I had double bogey. This is like a dog leg to the right around the lake, and I actually like hooked it left. I was like, I almost lost the ball. It was that was my worst shot of the day. Okay. Um, double double bogey, and then. I parred the last four holes. Shoot wow. 30, 39 in the back, 80 wow. total. What a good stretch. At four the three end. putts or three? One. I think three. Two. Three. 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 Three putts. 
three three putts. Wow. In like and two tee shots that kind of got you out of play yeah. where you made the doubles. Yeah. Well, really one. The, the, the really other one, one was just and like, the other one was like a, a punch shot that yeah. went a little awry or maybe yeah, a little yeah. too aggressive yeah. of a punch yeah. shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably could have saved bogey there mm-hmm. if you wedged out yeah. and wedged on, but so those are so I mean so I guess I'm encouraged by the I'm encouraged by that round cuz it's like I guess I was kind of when I got the clubs originally I was afraid that like the rounds would just be like an 85 and it's just like too hard to play golf this sure. way compared to like what you could yeah. otherwise but it's like oh no I can see the steps that would like let me to shoot the same scores as I could otherwise yeah so. no I think that's very encouraging um, very yeah. So, well, do I'm, we know? I'm excited to go out and play from a little uh, the the proper yeah, di- the the, proper tees, uh, yeah. distance, if you yeah. will. Yeah, sixty one, sixty two. Yeah. See how that feels because mm-hmm. I think that would be that'd be nice. Do we know what wins the U.S. Hickory Open? I'm trying to look up the results. It's like a, a couple over par. A couple over par. Okay. The person who won like the World U.S. Open or, or like the World, not U.S. The mm-hmm. World championship was like a couple under okay that was in scotland so again like ball's gonna roll really far there it would Mm -hmm. be it would be okay so um yeah trying to pull up these scores here yeah so i mean a couple three putts away from breaking breaking 80 yep and i wouldn't you probably wouldn't say you played your your absolute best either no No, it's only the fifth time you know right so so it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know who it was. One of our students came in and saw you, Jansen, or you, Andy, hitting the hickories and was like, you can hit these? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yes, they are. They are still golf clubs. <laughs> one of you, one of your students came in on Saturday and was like, what is up with all these wooden clubs <laughs> laying around? I yeah. just, that was my favorite quote from a kid coming in here in a long mm-hmm. time. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, anyone who picks it up is like, wow, this is really cool. It is cool. Um, it is cool to see. No glove, right? You're not using a glove with it? a glove. So it makes yeah. it more slippery, I noticed. The glo- Yeah, it probably depends on the grip. Yeah. Yeah. With yours, it does. Tim, Tim has grips like Jansen's, and he wore a glove. Hmm. Um, I like mine, yeah. So yeah, yours are different. than They're very different, yeah. yeah. No offense, yours are a little slip. Slippery. I actually got liking. a little bit of spray. Like it's. Oh, like did you get them tacked up, up like a, a little? Spray you can put on it. Yeah, oh. so it made it a little, a little grippier. We'll have to try that out. Yeah. See how, see how that feels. Yeah. That's a good call yeah. on your part. Yeah. Thanks. Nice. So I, I mean, is that kind of your answer there? Like your, your, what you're most excited for, or what has you most interested? Is that like, you could potentially play the rest of the season hickory and feel pretty good about it? Yeah, I think like right now, like my opinion on this like you know last year on the new year's resolutions podcast i said i wasn't gonna hit driver the whole year and then i like hit driver a week later so yeah. i'm not mm-hmm. the most my word is not <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not fine. my bond when it comes to this <laughs> but like if you asked me today i would i think i would play every i want to play every round with them and just yeah. see what happens cool for the whole year yeah yeah i mean wow. listen or, ride great. the wave yeah but i mean we're like we'll again we'll see I'm only, it's only like probably takes one bad round, like with the wrong people that just like makes me not have fun for a day. And then I like decide to switch, mm-hmm. but maybe it takes rounds. If you have rounds with other people who are doing it as well, then that is helpful. Yeah. Um, helpful to go. Um, so, and that, that, um, I guess like part of my answer gets to 
I say, teased that we're going to talk about the show Bluey. Mm-hmm. I showed this. I showed an episode to Jansen while you were, you know, on your way up here. They're only they're only seven episodes long, or seven minutes. Each episode's only yeah, seven real minutes quick. or so. Nice. And Bluey is this dog in Australia, and it's a girl. Bluey's a girl, has a sister named Bingo, mom and dad. So I watch it. With, you know, I have a two year old now. Mm-hmm. I think it shows a little too advanced for her, but. She she sometimes remembers it, so she's enough that she'll she'll look like Bluey Bluey. We watch Bluey. Yeah. So we watch the episode today, it's season three. Hi- I highly recommend this episode for anyone, even <laughs> okay. you guys, season, even adults. All right. Season three, it's called Rain, and it's the episode is like it just starts raining, and Bluey goes to play outside as a kid, and the water is like rolling down the street you know like a, mm-hmm. a little a little river yeah and so like bluey like stands and like puts her foot on the edge to try to like you know stop the water from like keep going to like almost create a little like puddle or a little mm-hmm. lake you know so then the water like comes and it just like puddles a little but then like goes around her yeah right and so so then she like goes in and grabs something out like grabs uh an umbrella or something and, like tries to set it down to like make a, a bigger dam and like that doesn't work and then she goes back inside and like mom is there trying to like keep the house clean because you know she was soaking wet going into the house mm-hmm. and so she you know gets past mom grabs like some blocks and then she puts some blocks and then she goes inside and grabs this little toy house and then it's like steals uh steals the towels oh, yeah, from towel. mom trying to clean mm-hmm. and use yeah. the towels to like soak up water so. yeah to make this dam and then like bluey ends up standing there with with like bluey's feet and then it's like creating this like bigger puddle but it's still getting around a little bit mm-hmm. and then and then like mom comes at the end and like puts mom puts her feet down and they it like makes this this little lake nice and okay. then and then the rain stops and then it go like they go inside and then like very last second like the rain it starts like raining again and they like sprint they like start sprinting back like they're gonna do mm-hmm. it again and so the whole episode there's music in it but there's no talking just like yeah. you know there's like famous yeah. you know like you seen breaking bad yeah they had that like fly episode that everyone talks about mm-hmm. where it's like they're just like stuck in that place with the fly and they're trying to kill it. This is like Bluey's version of fly. of the fly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they talk in other episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one there's no talk. Yeah, this no one there's talking, no talk. Just music. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. You watched uh, the whole thing? I did. Nice. Yeah, it was yeah it's seven minutes. It's not the best like, seven minutes of my it's a YouTube so video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so so the the show or that episode is so good because it's like Bluey is just doing Though I guess like the way Bluey is playing and the way Bluey is like seeing the world is like a very high level of enlightenment. Yeah. <laughs> of, like, yeah. of like of like wow, this is just like something inter- like wow, this is a really cool thing. I'm gonna try to like just do this, and it doesn't really matter like what it's for. It's not like for school or for recognition mm-hmm. or anything. It's just like oh, there's water here. I wanna. I want to like play something with it, mm-hmm. and then, um, and so that's just kind of like what I have been thinking about all day since you know since watching that this morning at six a.m. when Eleanor woke me up. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea of like, um, could you? It's like basically like the way like kids and people said this before, like the way that kids see things like this. Like for them, like we if it was any of us, we would just see like water going down. Right. But they see it as this, oh, this whole possibility of like adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so where it's getting back to my, like my hickory, my hickory golf clubs give me the sense of like seeing golf 
as a, like this really cool thing of adventure as opposed to, I don't know, all the other ways that you could look at it yeah. before. Wow. Um, like the idea, I um, sometimes think about like if you were like uh, on Pete Holmes' podcast, they t he talks about how like he says the first time, he's like the first time you do something is the only time you actually experience it. Every other time you do it again is just like your memory of it that you're mm -hmm. in some way experiencing it again. And so it's like for kids and for like these things that are new, it's like it like opens up your mind in the world in a way that other things kind of like don't do mm -hmm. anymore. And so it's like, could you see, I guess like, I think one of the things that I'm, I guess like I'm fascinated about golf in relation to Bluey is that could, golf helps you have like these moments where, you know, it's just like, if you like zoomed out, it's like, oh, you're just like hitting a ball with a stick, but it's like somehow is like so captivating and so fascinating. And like the same way we like, we'll get really into a golf shot and then talk about it and then have a podcast about it mm -hmm. and then, you know, tell somebody else about it. Like Bluey is like stopping this water on the dam, you know? And mm -hmm. so like at, at its best, like golf is like full of those moments. Um, but at, you know, but at, at its worst golf is just like, I'm going to go, I'm going to break 40 today, get new clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Or suffer. You suffer. Know, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people will put themselves through the ringer for no reason. But it's like, what, what keeps you drawing? What keeps you coming back? Like, you know, yeah. and it's like the one, the one good one or the one good round or the fond memory that you had maybe years ago. I think I thought that that bluey episode really uh, reminded me a lot of my childhood growing up. Um, my, my mom's, uh, aunt and uncle, my great aunt and uncle live on some, some land in East Texas and they have a Creek running through the whole property. And we would, we would go dam up the dam and we had shovels and dump trucks and we, they would drive us down there on the four wheelers and we would just play in the Creek all day, like mm -hmm. sun up to sundown. The water's freezing, but it's like super hot outside. And we would just like make these channels of like water flowing through is like just the most fun playing around in the mm -hmm. in the red dirt down there and then uh my grandparents used to have a huge stump in their backyard and we would just dig just dig for hours trying to dig the stump up this yeah. massive oak tree the <laughs> yeah. size of this like room yeah. just trying to dig the stump up yeah. and then we'd like build fires on it and it's just like something about building something or just like the perseverance of like hey we could we could do this one day we could like totally change the flow of this creek <laughs> you know or we could right. dig yeah. up this stump yeah. and have the biggest hole we've yeah. ever dug before yeah. and um and i think just kind of that uh fascination of this huge thing and you just kind of keep chipping away at it keep chipping away at it and have kind of a work ethic towards it yeah um is it, with no real end goal with no yeah. real end goal yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. it's like hey we're just going to do this because we're going to do it you know my brother and i were like attached at the hip obviously kind of growing up we had similar interests and it was like we have no end goal, but we're going to kind of fantasize about what it, what it maybe could be, mm -hmm. and, we're, and we're in it together, yeah. and mm -hmm. we're going to just, like, go do this because we'd rather do this than, like, sit and watch TV or something. It's yeah. like, but this is really – this is way more engaging to us, and yeah. so we're going we're gonna to go after it. Yeah. And um, and I think that – I mean, that certainly, I think, has bled into my golf, you know, especially within the last couple of years of just looking for new experiences to – uh, like you said, Andy, the first time you experience something is like, well, how could I forge some of those new memories, but, um, almost even re rewrite some of the ones that I've already experienced and just try it in a new way. Yeah. You yeah. know, 
um, like, hey, go play competitive golf, but play it with Hickory or sure. play competitive golf, but at a more professional level instead of like club level, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it just, yeah, it's really cool. Because if you went and tried to dam up that creek now, people would be like, well, why? Yeah. And you'd be like, well, no reason. No reason. You had the same yeah. thought process as Bluey or you as a little kid. Yep. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, like, I wrote down in my notes, I called it, like, the spiritual practice of play. That, like, yeah. The idea of, like, a, spirit, like, a spiritual practice is, is, people think of it as, like, meditating or something like that. But it's just, like, something that, like, goes beyond, like, the ordinary, right? Ordinary day-to-day life. And, and, play, and then the, the part of it of, like, pl- so, like, playing is, like, a very valuable thing, I think, on... Um, it's a very valuable thing for people to do because it goes beyond it's like it's not just um, doing something for the sake of something else right like without like these practices the only thing that matters is like what something is like what something's worth to you or what what it can accomplish like how it can benefit right it's like doing something for the sake of something else but play has this like unconditional nature of like you can just do it for the sake of of itself right mm-hmm. like bluey is just like damming up the little yeah. water just just for the sake of doing it because it's, it's like it's like fun it's there so why not and right? so like golf yeah. it's like oh why not why not do it it's just this something that's there and so like let's go do it and it's going to be and it's going to be great yeah. and so i think i guess like that isn't what what golf has always been for me but it's like what it it's becoming you know more and more like I was thinking my like my earliest memory of like trying to of, of like maybe being intentional about what I want to do with golf I was probably when I was in high school my goal was to break 40 on nine holes like sometimes I would even uh like the fir- the second hole like looped back you know like the first one go out the second one almost come back in at, at our course and so like if I had a bad round on some of those and no one was coming I would just like start over Mm-hmm. you know on, on hole one again because it's like well why you know yeah why not i'm already three over like i'm probably not going to do it so right. then it's like might as well just try start over and try again and then i you know i've talked about this before but like we, there's like second swing golf was like just opened by our our house so it's like if i had a bad driving round i could like go and like get a new drive you know there were no track men or anything but you would just like pick out you could trade in your yeah. club and like pick out something new and it'd be like 10 bucks or whatever so yeah. it's like oh and then you have this new Thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to go. Maybe I can break 40 this time. You have more confidence because of, like, the club that mm-hmm. was yeah. that you have. Because that's what, you know, I don't know, that's what we're marketed. That's what people teach, those that Callaway banner that got delivered that we don't, we, I think we threw in the trash. It's like the new driver has, like, 17% more dispersion or 70% tighter dispersion, you so, know? Like, yeah, yeah. like, what are we talking? Like, yes. it's ridiculous. Um, but it's like, oh, you're, you know, if you have tighter dispersion, you're going to have lower scores. If you have lower scores, yeah. you're going to be a happier person. And so, um, but but that, to me, that that way of, of playing, you can imagine other people are like that, too, of, like, like only thing that matters is, score and someone do all these things to get it like that's a different way of i wouldn't even, i wouldn't really call that play like what would you guys call that work <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess you're right yeah it's work because it's like you're you know doing I mean? something for yeah. the sake of something else yeah. right? right it's like all about the end the end goal doing in this it for place. A payoff right yeah. like, oh, like yeah. we're working right now and to make money right yeah so that we could yeah right. yes right yeah. but it's, so you know, exactly like they're working on their game in a very i mean 
maybe you could just say it in a more professional way. I, and again, yeah. that's a very w- vague way of sure. describing it, but they're they're going about it as a uh, as a craft or or as a as a job mm-hmm. for a payoff of some sort. Now, whatever that yeah. payoff is, I think you could describe that differently as well. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I don't think, I mean hopefully you find enjoyment with that i mean i certainly find enjoyment with what what we do with our work but not everybody does yeah right yeah i I would equate what you're talking about the type of play you're talking about or searching for to like playing an instrument recreationally Sure. like i i may have talked about this before but I, i play guitar i'm not by any stretch a good guitarist but i'm okay enough to like play some songs and like you know um improvise a little bit but i never play like in front of people or i mean that's not necessarily true i never play like, like a show a show right? yeah. no and I, and I don't i don't want to i don't plan to so but like i'll i'll have it i have it hung up in my living room and like i'll grab it for five minutes you know every once in a while if i'm just hanging out and i think there's no end goal to that yeah. i'm not playing to make money i'm not playing to impress somebody i'm just playing to play mm-hmm. and i think i'm getting closer to that in my golf game but i'm not you know, not even near that that level yet. Um, but I think it's or or somebody who who just draws to draw or paints That's to right. paint or whatever. Like they're not doing that to sell those those um, drawings or those paintings. They're just doing it because they enjoy it for no with no end goal at all. Well, yeah, is that a safe yeah. comparison or no, a fair yeah, comparison? I mean, because like going back to like the idea of like memories of how like. Um, whenever we experience something a second time, we're just kind of experiencing our memory of it. And so like this leads certain things. Like I'm sure we all have lessons we teach that it's like, well, I, I know what this is going to be like, you know, and our yeah. brain goes to a certain repeat, you know, almost like repeat function. Right. Yeah. And so like, or, you know, you go to the grocery store, it's the same experience you always have, but it's like, could you, could you almost like trick yourself to like go to the grocery store as if you had like no memory or like reference of, what that experience was like and you would see, you know it would be a lot different you know that the fruit aisle would be a lot more interesting to you right if it you know if, if it was like you're going at it again it's like wow look at all these things as opposed to like oh i need oranges and you just grab them you know yeah. um yeah and so like i think when it comes to i think this part of why like hickory golf at least for me is like helping me get to this place like you imagine if you're going to a golf course with no reference you stumbled upon a golf course with no memory or reference to what golf was and it's like there's like a hickory iron and a, you know, a Callaway Big Bertha iron. Those are your two options. Like which one? And you've never done it before. Like which one are you grabbing? Like um, I think mm-hmm. everyone is grabbing the hickory club because you've never you've never been told before that like one of them is better or worse or newer or older. You just see like oh here's one, which one which one's more attractive to you? Which one looks mm-hmm. like it was built with more care? And so you would grab, you know, you would grab the, that's what the one you would choose. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, that's um, a good point. Yeah, no, I think that's very cool. My brother, um, I was on the phone with him a couple weeks ago. I guess it was last week. And he, he's a big photographer. He's got all the equipment you can imagine. It's just like, and it always started as a hobby. Yeah. And uh, and he said from day one, he goes, if I ever lose enjoyment doing this, I'm selling all my equipment immediately. Mm. And he's kind of to that point. He said that he's like just not uh, – he said that he's going to sell a lot of it and he just doesn't have quite as much time to do it anymore. And um, some of the projects that he's worked on just haven't been as as creative or as fun as, as he's liked. And I was like, man, like that kind of stinks because like mm-hmm. he's really good at it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I told him, I was like, well, 
you got to keep one lens, bro. Like you got to keep <laughs> yeah, you got to sure. keep one just to keep it in the back pocket cuz yeah. what if you do have that itch, you know, after taking a little bit of a break to to go play, right? And I think that's sure. a good way to like I I think I might call them after this and be like, "Hey, like did you sell all your stuff yet? Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to scratch that itch if you have it again, because I think you will, right? It's like, why'd you fall in love with it the first time? Yeah. You'll probably be attracted to it again. Mm-hmm. So maybe you just you just took it a little too far. Sure. Um, because I think sometimes people will, things, some of these like success stories you hear of like businesses and whatnot, they're like, well, yeah, I just started out with it. And then somebody said, oh, I really like that. Can I pay you for it or I buy mm-hmm. it? And the next thing you know, that's your job and it was just like a passion or a hobby thing and so sometimes that works out but sometimes the growth of those things can turn into something toxic and mm-hmm. so i think that's almost what happened a little bit with his photography a little bit and i i'm again i you want to relate that back to what i'm sharing right now to golf sure. <laughs> this is a, yeah, a golf yeah. podcast but um or bluey or bluey yeah. right yeah. i mean yeah. why why yeah. are you doing it but i think um it's that's certainly an interesting thing. I think of a lot of kids. I'm I'm kind of trying to think of a few now, but you know, uh, of kids that were maybe in our travel league programs and and whatnot, and just pure joy playing and fell in love with the game. Yeah. And then you look at them now, and they have a very, very different relationship with the yeah. game of golf. And for better or for worse, I I'm not the one to judge huh. that, but it's it's different, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see what that relationship looks like in another four or five years. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause I think if people could, if people could see golf the way that like Bluey saw that stream of water, right. They would, they would enjoy it more. They might even like play, be- play better because it's le- there's like less, less weight to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, like two, I have, I guess I have two stories of people who've like tried my Hickory clubs. One, the the only student the only like junior student I've had who's like really liked them was, was Daniel Bergman, <laughs> who was like Sick. he's like you he just he, he just really gets angry at golf and himself like all the time and when he saw him he's like wow like you can hit these I'm like yeah you do you want try like do you want to try he's like can I and he's like his mm-hmm. first drive was like two twenty like right down the middle it's the same yeah you know same distance he hits his clubs so but he's like wow that's so cool that you can yeah he'd be like the least likely for me to if you had me guess your students i don't i think the animal burger maybe at the bottom of the list yeah yeah which is cool that's really cool so i remember him speaking of your your analogy with the travel kids i remember daniel bergman from canal camp like 2014 how old is daniel now well he's in seventh grade so so he's 12 or 13 so maybe it wasn't that long maybe it was like 2016 but still he's a little kid tiny kid feel like he looked the same just a miniature yeah. version of him but like that kid loved golf yeah. loved it same with henry way same thing yeah. um and now maybe they do have different relationships with the game for better or for worse but it's funny how that tra- or that trajectory goes for a lot of people yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think and you guys can maybe disagree or agree with me here but i think it does this doesn't mean that that playing golf like com- competing against a friend or something is like not included in this yeah. Like, I think people enjoy competition. That's okay, yeah. too. Well, 100%. I mean, that's a version of play, too. 100%. Right? Yeah. And if that becomes the only thing that matters, then that's yeah. a different story. But, like, I love competing. I'm a very yeah. competitive person, as you guys know. I know you two love competing, yeah. too. So it's not like it's you just have to hit shots and not keep track of anything oh, and no. not care about it. Obviously, you're going to care about yeah. your performance. But if that's the only thing you yeah. care about, that's a different story. Yeah. But for me, it's been it's been really hard to, like, to sep to separate those two of like, 
you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. easy to be like, oh, I'm going to play you in a match, but it's not that important who wins. You know, like you can say that going into it and then like in the midst of it, you're like, this is the only thing that matters. But I feel like you and me. I will play nine holes a match on the yeah. on track, man. And like, I don't really care who wins. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, actually, no, no I know. I understand. It's just kind of fun to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard but to find But we play that with Hickory spot. Golf and we play with Persimmon, yeah. which is kind of what That's I'm, true. which is where I'm coming, circling back to it a little bit of like it may, doing it with these, with these weird clubs that, that, that we know like are like slightly worse than the, the ones we could be playing with gives to me like gives it a proper gives it like the proper balance yeah that's a good point like yeah I, I could be doing it better but also like that's not what it's about so i'm just gonna do it with this thing that i think is cooler or that i enjoy or that i that's like more fun to hit or that's more interesting than just like the same stuff that everyone else is is using mm-hmm. um and so to me that's where like the balance of like you can still like i kept score i wrote down notes on every hole like what i did um I could probably remember most of the shots that I, you know, that I played that round. And so I think it's like, okay, go ahead and like try to do this thing really well. But then it's like, you know, there's just this sense of, of play and fun and of like, wow, if you're doing this for the first time, like this is a cooler, you know, I'd rather do it with this. Or if I had mm-hmm. one round, you know, if I had one round left, which, you know, hopefully that's not the case, but it could be, you know, in theory, it could right. be the case. Like, what am I going to choose to do? You know, which one? Which one do I want? And uh, for me right now, that's that's like the Hickory Club. So yeah. it doesn't have to be that that way for everyone. But I think, um, I don't know, I guess like my experience has shown me like it's, it's a, so far better game, more enjoyable game, and I think more people would, would like it. That was a great point you just made that I hadn't thought about, about like how using quote-unquote subpar equipment helps take away the pressure of caring about it too much, if that makes sense. I don't know if I worded that correctly, but when we play a match with Hickory or Persimmon, like you're less concerned with your with the outcome yeah. because you know that, like, all right, in the back of your head, whether you acknowledge it or not, you know, like, well, I could technically be <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, know. I know what you're saying, but it's it's like, oh, let's see what I wonder what Pete wonder what Pete's gonna do on this shot. I wonder what. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just because like the nature of the game with like a Hickory driver, Persimmon driver, just like a little bit more erratic, which yeah. is yeah. which is a good, more variability. which is fun Absolutely. as opposed to like. The you know to be a good to be a good competitive golfer with modern equipment you're hitting the ball like very very far and very very straight like every single time you know you're not there's less of like oh let me see how I can get out of this situation or let me see what I can do here or, let me let me think um, how to play you know one of the shots at San, at Spring Valley that I had at hundred uh, hold nine I was down the middle of the fairway and uh, this is not with you this is next time uh, 118 yards to the pin to the front pin and it was downwind a little bit bare like not enough of the flag is even moving okay but still a little bit of wind at my back and i hit my sand wedge uh, which on track man goes 100 yards maximum and it landed it landed pin high so it flew 118 and then it bounced over the back edge mm-hmm. of the green which was a uh, like it was a, it was a sh- exact shot you know it was a perfect shot that I did but I just like didn't play the correct shot so it's like oh you got to actually figure out how to like land it short and bounce it up which to me is like that's fun to yeah. try to th- see golf in that way and to think about it as opposed to just like 118 okay it's my gap wedge I'm just going to fly it and right. it's just going to sit and stop yep. as opposed to like no I got to actually figure out what I'm going to do at where am I going to land it how's it going to bounce like that is more 
more interesting, more mm-hmm. engaging, and more kind of more rewarding. I think when you when you pull it off. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like watching that style of golf with like the British Open. Sure. In in some of those tournaments, but just kind of the weekend week out PGA Tour stuff. It's just like, all right, you know, wherever this thing lands yeah. is where it's stopping, yeah. right? But then mm-hmm. I think the U.S. Open and the British Open are uh, you get to see the best players in the world yeah. get a little more engaged with shots uh, as we're kind of talking about them here as well. But I think for us, I feel like this kind of, um, it gives us a little bit of a taste of that too. Yeah. Just being mm-hmm. a little more thoughtful. That's cool. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well guys, that's, that's all we got for today. Thanks for going on this long winding journey. Of course. <laughs> Not sure what we should call this episode, but um, yeah. Bluey. Call it rain. Just rain. Rain. <laughs> rain. Um, all right, guys. See you all next time. Yeah. Before you get off the golf course today, you could have some moments that will change the course of your life.